numbers do lie. And I, and I want to, uh, I did a, uh, I did a reel real quick, uh, trying to quickly explain in 30 seconds how numbers do lie. Because people always talk about how men lie, women lie, the world lies, society lies, but numbers don't lie. And that is actually a lie in itself. Um, and I want to talk to y'all about that. Press the number one if y'all ready for me to give y'all some quick game. Press the number one if y'all are ready for me to give y'all some quick game. What's going on, George? Press the number one if y'all are ready for me to give y'all some quick game. Hey. Hey. Yeah. So, most of the people who say numbers lie. I mean, women lie, men lie, world lies, society lies, but numbers don't lie. Those are the people who probably be inflating numbers because numbers do lie. Especially you talk about stock market, talk about companies that are in a public trading market. They can literally inflate their numbers to make their numbers look better than what they are. Um, uh, when you talk about businesses, you talk about revenue, you talk about all these things. There's a lot of different ways that somebody can prop or position their numbers to look better than what they are. And some people even show you screenshots of numbers that are not really theirs. And so these are a lot of things that you have to really realize when it comes to running your business because numbers do not tell the entire story. I want you to think about like revenue being like looking at a company's revenue is literally like looking at a company's revenue is literally like looking at a, a relationship's judging a relationship based on social media yeah that's good that's good that's good think about like 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 look at most of these relationships that are on tiktok and social media are toxic are toxic you look at TikTok, you look at social media, and you're like, man, they love each other. They're doing, they, they building a business together. They're they doing pranks together. They're doing all these things together. But in actuality, what you're, the snapshot that you're getting of their relationship is not as healthy as your relationship. But because your relationship is boring. And you pay attention to the smaller things and you pay attention to the to the details you work through and communicate with each other. It doesn't look as glamorous. However, it's more healthy than what you're seeing being portrayed online. That's how people's numbers are when it comes to looking at numbers and business. Let me give you an example. Um, when I was when I was heavy doing financial, when I was heavy doing uh, financial literacy and financial education, uh, myself and I was sitting down with clients there was a family I think the husband was bringing home like 527 or 525,000 a year the wife's business was bringing home like one point something a year so on paper they were making like 1.6 million a year on paper they were however when I did a financial analysis on when I did a financial analysis on on their real uh, on what their finances really were and what they really looked like, they were not only in debt three million dollars, but they were 
they were living worse paycheck to paycheck than a family that was actually on uh than a family that was actually on um uh, uh, um, um, then a family that was actually on, how do you say, uh, uh, minimum wage. I met a family on minimum wage. I met a family on minimum wage that were better financially than this family that was making 1.6 million a year. A family was making 1.6 million dollars a year was in a worse financial situation than the family that the husband was on minimum wage and the wife was making like 35,000 a year. <laughs> George crazy. Like 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 these are the numbers. The family that was living, the wife had a minimum wage job, the husband had a minimum wage job, the wife was making 35,000 a year. They, they, when I looked, when I looked at this family's financial portfolio, they had over $150,000 in their investment accounts. But the family that was making $1.6 million a year, the numbers look good. The cars look good. The house look good. But they're in a worse financial situation than the family that was making like 45000 a year collectively. Numbers lie. Numbers lie. You look at somebody's business online and they're showing you all of the highlights of their business. And they got more nightmares than they have dreams. They got more people that they owe than more people that owe them. They show you the Louboutins. They show you the they show you all the stuff that they purchase. They show you the cars. They show you the lifestyle. You say, man, I want to make a million dollars a year like them. But they but they but they spending 2.1 million a year. Numbers do lie. Matter of fact, numbers lie just as much as people do. Numbers can be manipulated. Numbers can be reflected. Numbers can be shown to look better than what they actually are. Numbers lie. I mean, I mean, I mean, research somebody's name. You'll look online and it'll tell you what the net worth of a person really is. Those are numbers based on what analysis determines that person's net worth. Y'all look online and be like, man, this person worth $10 million. How can you justify or verify that that's exactly what they make? So watch this. You build your entire life style. You build your entire business model based on numbers and perceptions that are given to you online when you don't know the real. Listen, math can be manipulated. 
Look at look at inflation. Look at the Federal Reserve. Math can be uh, uh, manipulated. Look at how much money people pay in mortgages by the time they finish a 30-year mortgage. Numbers can be manipulated. Numbers can be manipulated. Numbers do lie. I'm gonna tell y'all, and I'm and I'm hardly ever impressed when somebody tell me that they're running whatever business. My business is doing six figures. My business is doing seven figures. I'm hardly ever impressed because numbers do a lot. George, you 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 have your series sixty five. You you've made a living. You spent time, bro, literally being in the bank accounts. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you got technology that literally can. Can, can literally help people reflect their bank accounts. How many families that look like they winning, the numbers look like they on top of the game, but in actuality, the numbers are not portraying the real story. Too many. Too many, man. I, I, I remember like it was yesterday, uh, my early years being an advisor, and I had a family. He came in with his wife. You know, he used to, he's used to spending a lot of money on her, whining and dining her. And uh, he was like, man, I'm, I'm really trying to get my finances together and take things to the next level. And so he, for whatever reason, he decided to bring his whole family to the meeting. He brought his wife. He brought his three, kid, three kids. Right. And I got a chance to review the, review the actual finances. And they were like early 40s at the time. I was early 20s. And this is what motivated me to get my stuff together. Because even though I was an advisor at the time, I was still new in the business, right? Yeah. And so I, I looked at the numbers and I said, man, you know, if – I hate to take, break it to you, but based upon your current trajectory, unless some crazy financial windfalls happens, you'll never be financially free, right? Mm. They, they, were, they were spending more than they were making. The house was way too big. Uh, the wife was spending all the money, and he thought he had everything figured out and thought he was in a better place, and he just thought he was going to come to me to organize. He's like, I know I got to have money. I'm, I'm bringing in half a million a year. I know I got to have it. And then we looked at the numbers, looked at the debt, and uh, yeah, sure enough, like their situation was a lot more dire. And so to your point, you know, working with a lot of entrepreneurs, working with uh, a lot of working professionals, it's very easy to flex the numbers. Like top line revenue means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. All, yeah, the, internet, yeah. all the internet gurus, I mean, <laughs> seven figures is not impressive anymore, first and foremost. Let's, 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 let's just get that out the way. <laughs> See, I, I like when you talk your talk. I like when you talk your talk, G. G, I like when you talk. I like. I like when you talk your talk, G. Talk your talk. <laughs> seven figures not even impressive anymore. But but okay, cool. Let's let's go with that. You, you got your seven figure business. They're not telling you how much money they spend in ads, right, to get in front of you. Uh, They're not telling you that uh, the reason why they come out came out with the course in the first place is because their business is really broken behind the scenes. And they need this other revenue stream because the business ain't working no more. Right? It's like, well, let me let me go ahead and get that one good screenshot I can show you real quick, right? To lure you in. Cause truth be told, I'm trying to get out of this doggone business. It is it's suffocating me. They're not telling you that. They're not telling you how hard they're hustling to just break to not even break even. I was gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say break even. And I heard you say something that was so true, so spot on, so simple, right? If every month, if you got to move money from somewhere or borrow money to, to like, make something work, then that means your, your stuff is broken, right? Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, on, 
on a fundamental level, on a fundamental level, if you have X amount of dollars in bills, right, and based upon the cash flow that's coming in, you got to pull money from other places to, to connect the dots and make it work, something ain't working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just so simple. People overcomplicate it. So that's why, you know, I still, you know, have credit cards that I use, but I love your message because at the end of the day, 99% of people don't need to do anything with credit because if you remove the credit, if you remove the safety net, <laughs> if you remove if you remove it, it's going to expose a lot of y'all. It's going to expose a lot bro, of people. Bro, here, but, but here's the deal, bro. It, it, it's called living on the float. Right. And so the credit card is the float. Like, the loans are the float. Right. So my, my main message, bro, because if anybody talks with me intimately, I understand people using the bank for temporary situations, like leverage buyouts. Like, mm -hmm. you, you, got a, you got an opportunity to buy a business or right. property and you can get the financing and the funding and you have a leveraged buyout with a temporary short-term relationship with a bank i understand yep. somebody getting a mortgage and 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 having the mindset i'm buying this off in less than 10 years or five years because if you buy a mortgage off in less than five years you pretty much bought it cash and right. so and so I, I, I that ain't the biggest message right i go extreme so that right. I can be able to get people to see, like, mm -hmm. living on the float is not healthy financial life. Like, right. like looking at, I don't know the last time, I don't know the last time I looked at my credit because I don't live on the float. The float family is when you say, man, I make this much money, but you got what's called velocity. It's, it's, called, uh, it's called velocity financing, mm -hmm. where you live through your credit card for the purpose. Mm. You live through the credit card for the cash back options and then you and then you uh, and then you validate the reason why you're floating your lifestyle with the credit card is because you get money back but you don't ever take into consideration the amount of money that the company credit card company makes in interest charges and they're always going to be winning so right. based on well, they say they say if you if you pay the credit card off every month without paying interest, but you miss the transaction charges, you miss the merchant fee charges, you miss the monthly maintenance charges, and then there right. are several months that you don't pay every time. Mm. And that's all of the makeup that they make up when it comes to that little cash back bonus that they give you. When it comes right. to that little bit, like all of that has already been computed to where they're going to win every time. So me telling people, forget the bank. Don't leverage credit. Don't use money from the bank. Don't borrow money. It's an extreme measure, is extreme teaching to get you to realize that living money on the float is not healthy living. And you, we've right. seen this from all these Fortune 500 companies that have grown, grown their businesses on float money. When mm -hmm. COVID hit, bro, they were in hell. Yep. You saw, you saw companies that's been here for decades, bankruptcies, mm -hmm. uh, Chapter 7, Chapter 13, with all the other chapters, you saw <laughs> you saw shutdowns of properties. You yep. saw complete reconfigurations of debts. You saw like panic because they never thought that living money, living life on the float would consume their life. When in actuality, bro, like that is not that is not the standard. Hundred percent. And and the thing about it is, it doesn't even give you the opportunity to, to truly evaluate where you're actually at right because if you got this these capital infusions coming in how do you know what's revenue what's what's a loan what's 
you don't even know are able to understand the true health of your situation right so it's almost like this like my wife said you know she's like in the influencer space and when i told her i was like look we, when you get your tv show that's what you want to do i was like you gonna get that when you don't need it here's what i mean right they gonna come find you when they need you you see what i'm saying so people that get the best deals on loans they don't need they don't even need the loans right so that, that's, bro, the, that's the whole thing oh bro you but you gotta sit there bro you gotta talk on that one you got yeah so the, so the thing the, about the it best, is you, yeah you gotta talk on that one yeah, the people that get the best deals don't even need the money, right? So the problem is they're praying on they're praying on you because they know that as soon as you get this money, you're not gonna think logically, you're gonna think emotionally, right? Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. you don't have the game plan of yeah. invest, you know, uh take yeah. this money and leverage it to make more money yeah. or to yeah. get the points and like you don't they, they yeah. know that they can sell you on that BS and yeah. you're not gonna win. Like do you think this multi billion dollar corporation is really gonna lose to you? Let's yeah. keep it real. Come on, bro. Like, Come on, do you bro. think this multi-billion-dollar corporation is really going to lose to you? Do you, do you think the bank is really going to use lose to you? No, right? They are. They they have mathematically calculated right how many people they going they going to beat in the head. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And so the reason why you don't want to live your lifestyle off of it is because number one, you want to truly assess the health of where your yeah. financial situation yeah. actually is and get so stable that. If you ever do leverage it, it's only because they're chasing you down, and I can literally go out, pay it all off tomorrow if I wanted to, yeah. right? And that's and that's what you want to get to. You want to get to yeah. a point where they're chasing you down, and, and they and don't G, need you don't need them. And G, that's what being the banker is. Being the banker is putting yourself in such a position that when you leverage OPM to the, like to the third power, like third party OPM. Mm -hmm. It's you're literally creating your terms, like, like if I were to ever go to the bank, G, like, bro, the type of money that I would get and the type of rate that I would get, like, people don't even realize that you can make deals with the bank without them ever looking at your credit score, right? Like, like you can manually underwrite a property, and they will just if you got more than twenty percent to put down on a property. If you got your financial assets and you got mm -hmm. your ledger showing, your credit score is the least of their worries. Right. Like, and so, like, when people be like, credit, and I'm like, yo, like, the deals that I'm getting offered right now, bro, <laughs> are, like, are not compatible to my credit score. I don't even know what it is, and I know it ain't right. Like, right. I, whatever <laughs> it is, I know it ain't, because... Right. When you go, to, like, I, I just left my credit union today and the manager came to the window and the manager was like, Jake, can we please have a meeting with you? And I said, <laughs> what for? They said, we, we want to figure out how we can do business together more than what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I said, y'all know I don't, I don't believe in Barma. We know, but mm -hmm. we also, we've studied your stuff. Bro, the bank said... My brand said we've studied your stuff and we know the rates that you will go with. We believe that we have options that are both compatible to both of us. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, set it up Monday. I I'll have the conversation. Exactly. I but you got to put yourself in position, right? But you, gotta, conversation. Yeah. but you got to put yourself in position versus being a slave to them because they have the upper hand, right? The, the name of the game is leverage, yeah. right? And if you... If you don't have any, you're you're on the losing end of the spectrum. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? It's like if I don't need you, if we if I go into a negotiation, I go into a conversation, and I know truly 
when I, I can walk out of here and be Gucci and be good, people can feel that. People always want to talk about energy and they say, oh, the energy, which I, I respect, I get it. Like, but people can feel that, right? People, people know when I don't need them. And, and so because of that, the conversation is totally different. The conversation is totally different, right? And that's, and that's the whole point. It's like you're going to the extreme to, to wake people up. But the reality is this, put yourself in position where you don't need the bank, where you don't need to borrow money. And then that way, if you ever decide to leverage it, it's literally in your benefit because you don't bro, need it. Yes, but bro, bro here, here, here's, here's my saying, right? Banks give bank rates to people who operate like banks. Like you would never get a bank rate from a bank if you don't operate like a bank. Come on. It's, it's kind of like black folk talk to black folk differently than black folk talk to Hispanics or whites. Like, right. like people from the hood understand different language than people from the suburbs. I'm a suburban yep. guy. Like I didn't grow up in the hood. I don't have that story. So right. I, I, there are certain lingos and languages that people say that I'm just like, yo, what, what that mean? <laughs> like, what, like, what you, what you trying to say, bro? Like, what you try? <laughs> right, right. And so what you got to understand is that banks operate in bank lingo. So yeah. if you don't operate and run your business, your life like a bank and where you put yourself in positions to where you can operate with or without them, you right. will never get bank like rates because you are not mutually beneficial to them. Right. And so when you look at banks, you would, a bank would never get money from another person from another institution or another person more than like 1.25%. Never, never. There are situations that you can put yourself into to where you can actually collateralize an asset, put mm -hmm. yourself into position, still get interest from the bank and still position yourself to where you're right. getting that same rate percentage as anything. You got to start think, understanding. Hold on, where's that? Hold on, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Mr. Be the Bank. Listen. Talk to him. You got to understand. And also, you need you need to text me where you getting all this custom drip from. I need I need to, I need to make some branded drip too. Now, come on now. Hey, come on now. I can put I'll you in the plug. You, I, I'll give you the Mexico plug. You know, what I'm I'll give you the Mexico plug. I, I, I got you. I appreciate. But, you. but but that's and so people that 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 connect with me that are in the financial space understand I'm teaching the extreme because we have become so dependent on the bank, bro. Let me give you a, let me give you a, false, a small statistic. The average ordinary black family, black person, not a family, mm -hmm. average ordinary one person of a black family makes $1.4 million over their working career. Mm -hmm. The average black person spends $1,082,577 mm. of that $1.4 on debt and finance charges. You so, so... So damn near 90% of all of your working capital goes to the bank for debt and finance charges because you refuse to operate like them. Right. There is nothing that the bank does that you can't do. What do they do? They find customers. How do they find customers? By branding, by marketing, and offering products and solutions that makes you feel comfortable to give your money to them. You can do that too. Mm -hmm. When you look at Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett always talks crap about people who sell uh, uh, financial products because he became the bank. Warren, a hedge fund is a bank. A yep. private equity is a bank. They're getting consumers' money. They're housing your money. 
managing your money, giving you interest back on your money while they're growing and duplicating that cash flow themselves. So all of the most wealthiest minds are banks. Think about Amazon. They became a bank. No, Jake, they didn't become a bank. Yes, they did. They found a way to get consumers' money from both products and stocks. Stock is a product, whether you believe it or not. It is a service. They're offering you an equity, which is a product. They're servicing your right. money and offering you a better rate for your money when you ever want to exit. That is a product. So they created many, many different products to service consumers. Yeah. They take that money. They, they reinvest that money into their business or they grow other businesses from your money. They are doing exactly what the banks are doing. So when mm -hmm. they go to the bank and they get ridiculous rates, it's because the bank understands I would much rather get 0.5% right. from a high volume, high velocity, high revenue and profitable company than mm -hmm. I would getting 5% from somebody that make 50,000 a year. Facts. Facts. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm a I'm a stock guy, right? I have a good amount of money in the stock market. But let me tell you, this, here's the thing I always tell people. What I always tell people is you gotta understand that concepts govern specifics. And I'm gonna dispel a myth real quick, right? Wealth, true wealth is made through concentration and preserved through diversification, right? I'm gonna say that again. True wealth oh. made through concentration and preserve preserved through diversification. So what do I mean by that, right? So you look at the richest, most wealthy people in the world, everybody's running around telling you go buy two shares of this company, two shares of that company, three, and hold it for 30 years. Okay, diversify. I get it. Now, this comes from somebody who does this, right? But here's what I also do. Also own businesses, i.e. highly concentrated assets, right, that are generated. Uh, that yeah, generate most of my wealth, right? <laughs> and those, and I then take the profit, right? That my, my money making machines, yeah, I'll go buy some real estate, I'll go buy some stocks, I'll go buy some land, right? I diversify, but most of my wealth is generated through concentration, right? So, in order for you to become wealthy, you have to either be the majority owner in a business, right? Right? But instead of instead of trying to be sold on first owning a percent a small percentage of somebody else's business because at the end of the day a stock is a unit of ownership it's just a very small unit of ownership the person who's really getting the bag is the person who owns the company who right? offered the stock enough, yeah, yeah. Enough to, get, to get wealthy right off that right now again i'm not saying you can't make money in the stock market and this is why my advisor friends don't like me like george what are you talking about because i want to give you all the real game right like advisors are incentivized for you to keep your money in those accounts right? For a long period of time. The banks are incentivized. So of course, they're going to tell you that's the best thing to do. The best thing for you to do is to create a money-making machine that you own that produces yeah, products so that you can be yeah. just like them. Now, watch this. Watch this, bro. Watch this, bro. Bro, you know I like when you start talking that shit, boy. Y'all, this, <laughs> hey, this, this is why I mess with G. G be like, yo, like, I'm going to tell it. They over there making bread, selling you. But watch this. Watch this. Because what y'all fail to realize is that these banks, they are businesses first. They sell products. A checking account is a right. product. A savings account is a product. Yeah. Uh, overdraft fees are a product. ATM fees are a product. Managing your overflow and resources are a product. High income savings accounts are a product. 
CDs are a product. Uh, 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 mutual funds are a product. When they sell mm -hmm. you insurance, it is a product. When they when they hold when they hold your valuable assets, art, a uh, jewelry, all those things that you can't protect yourself are a product. They mm -hmm. have a multitude of services or products mm -hmm. that they mortgages are a product. Car notes are a product. Student loans are a product. Credit cards are a product. They have a multitude of products mm -hmm. that they offer the consumer, which is how they make their front end bread. Hey, listen, family, at the ABS firm, we teach families all across the country how to build their own bank. Yes, I said it, how to build their own bank. If you're looking to try to get out of debt, stop borrowing money from everyone else's bank without building your own family banking system, you need to get in our private banking blueprint where we literally show you exactly what we did to not only build our own private banking system for our company, but what I did to build me and my wife's and my family's private banking system so that you can be able to not only guarantee wealth for your family, but you can now learn how to be your own bank. How cool would it be to learn not only how to be your own bank, but to actually become your own bank? So go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, so that you can learn 25 hours coursework, videos, questions, everything that you need. And you will also be able to talk to one of our ABS advisors to be able to set you up your own family bank. Family, this is true. It is possible. You just have to go see it for yourself. So privatebankingblueprint.com. Don't wait. Yep. They make their back-end bread by then growing, leveraging, lending, investing the profits that they make and the assets that they're holding mm -hmm. to be able to continue to grow their wealth. So when right. I tell people to be the bank, I am telling you to really be the bank. I'm telling you a bank is a business okay. before it is a lending company. Yep. And so when you got to understand is that if you are going to be the bank, you got to first be a business. And then when you have a concentrated, like G said, a concentrated business that generates profits and revenue, then you can use that money to then lend to other companies. G, right. I like to think in my mind, you get into currency, cryptocurrency, forex, or stocks. I don't consider that investment. I think of that as lending. Here's why. Mm. Because when I lend, I have an expectation for them to what? For them to, for you to get a return on your money. For me to what? For you to get a return on your money. But for some reason, when people think invest, you think in your mind, I could possibly not get it back. Warren Buffett said rule number one, never lose, lose your money. money. Rule <laughs> number two, don't forget rule number one, which lets me know he has a banker's mentality. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to put my money in any place that I cannot honestly know for a fact I'm getting my bread back. Right. I am a lender. I ain't no investor. <laughs> That's fast. I use I use the term investing because it's a context it's a it's a it's a highly uh acceptable term uh, that everybody understands. Mm -hmm. But banks are businesses and lenders, and the number one industry that runs this entire ecosystem that we consider to call America are banking institutions. The in, the industries that control the world are banking institutions. So I want us to learn mm -hmm. how to be the bank. Don't be the influencer. Right. Don't be, don't be who you look up to. Be the very people who fund 
the people you look up to. Come on, and that now. person is somebody who runs a concentrated business, lives their lifestyle so low so mm -hmm. that you can be able to take the majority of your profits, grow your profits, and then you increase right. your lifestyle off of your profits from your investing or your lending. You don't increase your lifestyle versed on your active income. You right. increase your lifestyle on your passive income because your passive income creates passive babies and you live on the passive babies, not the passive parents. Come on. So now. when you understand that concept, you never lose your money because you only grow on the interest and the princi principle is always protected. Listen, listen. If anybody, if I'm wearing it right now, y'all see it. Sleeping bag society, right? <laughs> so like people might think that that sounds like this cool cash phrase. But what he just said is the essence of what I live by, right? It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff I could do that your favorite influencers do. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of silly, silly stuff I could do. You know why I don't do that? It's because I value peace, number one, right? And the more that you continue to go out here and, ha and spend your active income, guess what? You got to stay active. It's so simple. If you keep spending your active income, you got to stay active. Yep. But if I then take my active income and buy things that produce cash flow, yep. right? Then I never, literally never will go broke. It's yep. impossible. The yep. problem is entitlement is the problem, right? Entitlement and the illusion of success and you yep. chasing, chasing something that you don't even know what it really is. That's the problem, right? Because yep. if you understood that game, if you just really wrapped your head around that game and literally let them eat, the seeds, that would be stupid because then I can't plant the seeds, which then can't grow trees that produce fruit. I would Come on. plant the seeds, nurture the, nurture the seeds, and then let that tree produce fruit forever so I don't have to keep going out and trying to find new seeds, right? It's so simple. But bro, everybody, bro, because of entitlement, bro, you know what I'm saying? Because of entitlement, they want to go out and, oh, man, I, gotta, I, gotta, I worked hard this week. I worked hard this month. Let me go trick off a bag real quick. Well, guess what? You're going to have to work hard another two weeks. Let me say this real quick, right? So just to do some quick, quick math. And I know y'all working harder than 40 hours a week. But if y'all are just working 40 hours a week, right? That's an average of like 2,000 hours. 2,000 hours a year or something crazy like that, right? And you've probably been doing that since you 25, 26, right? And you mean to tell me you've been, you've been working 2,000 hours a year for probably at least 10 years, some of y'all, 10, 15 years, however many years, and you can't even afford to take off a month, something's broken with that system. So you can't afford to take off 30, 20, 30, 40 hours. Something is broken with your system, right? And the, what's broken is you keep spending your active income. You're not buying yep. assets that produce cash. When I was in Mexico, my trip was paid for. I was, I was making money every day while I was gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I parked my money in the right places. But here's the untold story though, right? Like when y'all was out here flexing, me and my wife was the one car household because we didn't need two cars, right? Bro, I sold my BMW. Bro, 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 bro. Me and my wife, bro, were in one car for two years. For two years. And then, and we paid off her car. Then I went and bought me a 2004 Toyota Camry. I didn't get a nice car until last year when I can purchase the S550, my rule was at least five times, five to ten times. I, I can purchase the S550 seven times. And mm -hmm. so, like, that was my rule, right? So watch this, bro. 
the word of God, it tells us to be the lender, not the borrower, correct? Yep. So somebody who lends is somebody who... I can hear you now. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, so 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 the Bible tells us to be the lender, not the borrower, correct? Yep. So if the Bible tells us to be the lender, not the borrower, there there that's also letting me know that being the lender is somebody that has liquidity and overflow and they're great managers of their money to give access to their capital to other people who are good at managing money that need it, correct? Mm-hmm. So when I'm investing in the market or investing into crypto or investing back into my business or lending my money, I am being the lender. I am being somebody who is observing and looking at possible ways to be able to grow my my reserves that are just sitting there and not mm -hmm. doing that are not doing anything. So when you talk about the concept of truly living out, it's crazy to me how many people believe in God, but you don't believe in the overflow when he talks about living in your Sabbath. Your right. Sabbath is living in an ultimate peace where you're never worrying about how you're going to pay your bills. You're never worrying about how you're going to go to your job. You're never worrying about how you're going to take care of your children. That is considered ultimate Sabbath. You never talk about overflow. There are many lessons in the word of God that talks about that overflow. When Elisha met the widow in the forest and told her continue to pour the oil in jars until it continues to run it over in jars. We never talk about that. When you talk about the works of Jesus, people forget that Jesus was rich. Let me, let me explain it to you. That was, Jesus had an accountant that betrayed him. Judas mm -hmm. was his accountant. He, mm. he was the treasurer. Judas managed Jesus's cash flow, his money, his currency, his commodities, his gold. Judas did that. Yep. Which is why Judas got mad when the lady poured oil on Jesus. And he was like, yo, Jesus, like, yo, we wasting bread over here, cuz. And Jesus was like, hey, cuz, I am the oil. Chill out. <laughs> like, what you got to understand is, like, Jesus, his whole circle mm -hmm. was rich. They all had bread. They all were top tradesmen in their market. So when you yep. look at examples, they you give examples of David. You got examples of Solomon. You got examples mm -hmm. of Saul. You got examples of people who had abundance. That's Bass, abundance. Like when you look at these people, you look you look at the prodigal son, abundance. Like so, when you look at the very word of God that you're reading, we're failing to remember or failing to realize that all of that constitutes as you live in a life of abundance. It's impossible for me to call myself a true child of God if I have sub subjected myself to, uh, to, uh, to uh, 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 being illiterate to understanding the true inheritance that we have. So, so, so not investing your money or lending your money or growing your money or being somebody who provides value is actually foolishness and it's not progressive to the word of God. Matter of fact, in the word of God, it says that uh, uh, the greatest among us will be our ser the servant. Our servant is the greatest among us. The greatest mm -hmm. among us will be our servant. What does that mean? Every, every great man that was considered a great man in our society served the most people. Mm. They found the true value in the marketplace. What is the marketplace? The marketplace con constitutes and consists of people of God who need something. What do they need? 
the person who provides the best service or the biggest service to that people or a person is a person who is never without lack. Ever. Value. And you know, you know, so, it, when it, I, so when I think about that, it changes everything. Go ahead, bro. No, you're right. Because, you know, I always tell people, like, it's so easy. And, like, the reason why people go wrong in business and life is they're always trying to figure out how they can, one, like, get over on somebody. Right? Like, how can I get over on this? Versus just providing, being actually Thanks, valued. The, 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 the hack in business is just actually providing value. So, for example, Thanks. if I go to Amazon.com or I go to any e-commerce store right now, what's going to make my buying decision is I'm going to see something and I'm going to believe what, whether this is happening subconsciously or consciously, I'm believing that the, what I'm about to buy is more valuable than the money I'm about to exchange for. Facts. Right? That's the only is reason we simple? purchase. Am I exactly. getting something more for the money I'm giving? Correct. Oh, oh $20? Man, boom. You, you, there's a perceived value Correct. that's higher than what you're about to spend. Correct. So the real hack in business in life is just actually providing value. Just ask yourself, Correct. am I providing value in excess of what I'm asking for? And if so, Correct. that Correct. is the easiest way to win in life, right? But you so busy trying to do the bare minimum, so busy just trying to skate by, so busy thinking you coming up on somebody else, and that's why you can't win. Just, just deliver value in excess of what you want, and I guarantee you, you'll get more than what you need. Is that simple? Bro, bro, it's crazy because the blueprint has already been sown. Like, like, like there, there are, especially for, for my Bible thumpers, right? There's so many, there's so many people who claim that they understand Jesus and they know the word of God, bro, but they don't live by that creed. Provide more value than people are actually giving you. Like, like they, they don't, they don't live, they don't live by that mantra. And right. it's very simple, bro. Like, like it's very simple. The reason that we spend any of our money, if we ever felt like, damn, like I'm not really getting as much value as I'm giving them, you would never spend your money with somebody. Right. And this is the very reason why people always be, it's funny how many people always be trying to check and, and question God. God, where are you? God, I'm struggling. God, where this? And God like, yo, nigga, you doing the bare minimum in life. <laughs> How can you overflow when your entire life is full of bare minimums? You know what? Like, it's almost like, like you 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 want you want you want the husband or wife of your life, but you giving bare minimums to relationships. You're not working on your communication. You're right. not working. Uh, 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 dealing with some of them devils that you didn't came to the relationship with. You you ain't working on. Uh, uh, you ain't working on. Uh, uh, these basic uh, uh, things that are required for the relationship to work. Mm -hmm. You you asking God, how come I can't find a good man when, when men are looking at you and saying, how come she can't figure it out? Or how come he can't figure right. it out? And a lot of us fail to realize, bro, that the reason why we don't have wealth and abundance and true security in our life is very simple. You provide the most limited amount of you to the world but you want the most expectations. See, let me tell you, a seed can't get half, can't give half of half of itself and expect the tree. Ooh. A seed Ooh. has to commit all of itself in order for a tree to be birthed. And that's and that is the that is the precipice of abundance mindset, right? So, for example, I hold on, I hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Gene. What the hell is a precipice? That's a big ass word. I don't know what that <laughs> word means. Let, let, let's let's use the word. I understand. 
it, let's let's just say it's the precursor, right? Okay, it's, okay, it's the pre prerequisite. I can do that. All right? I can do that. Of, of, of an abundance mindset, right? So like I, I joke with you, you came with a podcast. I said, I said, dude, I said, nigga, you go live every day. Right? So I said, how, it's like, how how do you how do you have all this game? But I was joking because people ask me the same thing. I don't go live as much as you, but I, I've had people right, ask right. me like, like, bro, like right. are you not scared you're gonna run out of game? Like you keep giving away all this stuff. I'm like, no, listen. Right, 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 right. Like, how can I have an abundance mindset? How can I expect that I'm gonna be around, I'm gonna be a business, right? An entity that's gonna be around for ever, right? If I if I'm afraid that if I give out too much, I'm not gonna have enough, right? That Come means on, you, you don't have an abundance mindset, right? Come and on, on top bro. of that, what that also subconsciously means is you're not making the investments behind the scenes in yourself to refuel you to be able to pour out enough anyway. I'm never worried about running out of game. So, bro, so, so that's, bro, what, it, so that's bro, what it comes, or comes down or, to. Or you're, or you're not who you say you are. Ooh, See, you can't, you, can't call yourself, you can't call yourself a financial guru or a business guru or such and such guru and run out of game. Right. You like like how can you call yourself an expert and run out of expertise? Ooh. Like, like, now you talking. Like now you talking. Like, because because a true expert has a plethora of moves right. and makes and shakes and, and and strategies that they can use given the circumstance. That that that's that's the true that's the true uh, identity of an expert. Right. So, so we go live. We give game. We give free eBooks. We sometimes we give access to our our courses, our intellect for free, or we give you free consultations when we feel like it, because there, there is no uh, uh, running out of game. There is Period. no uh, running out of expertise. Because I've experienced so much of life and so many strategies and so many case studies mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter or it doesn't matter who you are, I can definitely find a case study that, that I can be able to uh, uh, um, judge your case again. It's kind of like this, bro. Like a great lawyer understands one thing, that, that, that it's, the, it's, it's history and studying history, knowing history that helps you defeat today's cases. Jake, what do you mean? Because when you go to a when you go to a courthouse and a lawyer is trying to defend a case, they typically say plexus versus legacy, uh, government versus mm -hmm. such and such versus this person, this right. versus that person, which gives context to the validity of the case that they're bringing. Well, an expert can do that. An expert can say, well, there was a time when I did, or there was a time when such and such said this. Matter of fact, if you go to this book and you look up this person, this is a, this is a, a similar situation that such and such went through that can give you context of how to overcome such and such. But if you're dealing with somebody who doesn't have context to the strategies that they're giving because they have no depth to the information that they're delivering, <clears throat> It's because they are not an expert at all, which is why I always say mm, you numbers do lie. They do lie. I'm gonna give you another one too. The other, the other piece is, is they want all their content to be behind a paywall, not because they want to give money. It's because their quote unquote peers in the industry can smell through their bullshit, Whoa. right? 
And so they know if I'm putting out, if I'm putting out a little too much game, if I'm putting out a certain yeah. amount of game, it's yeah. only going to be a matter of time. But somebody look at them like, this nigga don't know what he's talking about. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They may or may not call you out, but you're yeah. trying to mitigate that yeah. by just giving yeah. out, you know, a little nugget here, but you want the real game, come behind the scenes, and behind the yeah, scenes yeah. is a bunch of basic stuff that they repackage from somebody else's program. <laughs> so that's why they can't give it out publicly, because wow. behind the scenes is the repackage information of somebody else's game. Yeah, they may get sued. You know, they they might get, get sued. <laughs> so that's why they can't give it out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, listen, it's, it's this little key indicator. When you actually built a seven-figure business or you've been around long enough, there's little things that you can just notice, right? If you see somebody say, I'm going to help you scale to six – a coach out here said they're going to help you scale to six figures, they don't know what they're talking about. You don't scale to six figures. You can make six figures in a job. You scale That's to something facts. that you can't do facts. inside of that infrastructure. The only way you can get seven figures in a job is you probably at C-suite, right? There's a limited amount of people who are going to get that. If you hear a coach saying, I'm going to help you scale to six figures, that, that joker do not know what he's talking about, he or she, right? And, but it's just little, you wouldn't know that unless you just know the game. You know what I'm saying? So I've been looking at some people like, scale to six figures? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What? So just you got to pay attention to the clues. People, people will tell them themselves. <laughs> but you got to know what you're looking for. Yeah, I know what you're that looking for. Say, if you find somebody who said that they can scare you to six figures, <laughs> you can stumble into six figures. You grow to six figures, right? You know what I'm saying? You, oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. you don't scale to six figures. Yeah. So just pay attention yeah. to your. One of the number one rules of success is yeah. be mindful who you're listening to. Yeah, right? You, 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 you earn six figures, you scale to seven. Right. Uh, and, and, and no, no, you, you earn six figures, you grow to seven. You scale to eight and beyond. Right. Because growing and scaling are two different things. Two totally different things. Yeah. 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 You know? So boy, you just got to know boy. who you're listening to and, you know, what they're talking about. Because these, these people on the internet, they'll pee in your, they'll pee in your face and tell you it's raining. But now nah, this is rain. I promise you. This is this rain. They peeing in your face. Like, you just don't know the difference. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to know. Boy. <laughs> That's how they do, bro. And I just be looking, man. I just be like, oh, man, it's getting tricky out here. You said it's getting tricky, huh? Getting tricky out here. I'm gonna say, tell your coach, tell tell your coach. He's do he's doing all the screenshots of how much how much revenue he made. Tell him to do that little that, that little screen recording on the online banking. <laughs> tell tell him to see how much money how much money he got. How much he, how much does he actually keep? Hey, you know real if you're gonna show it, you know what I'm saying? That's what hey, you're gonna do. Hey, not, I don't really I don't really be showing it because at the end of the day, I'm I'm I was here before internet culture. You know what I'm saying? I got a family. <laughs> I ain't I don't want you to know. I don't really want you to know. Like, I, hey. you could think I'm broke, you could think I'm doing well. I don't care what you think. I don't want to give you too much. That brother said I'm protecting the asset. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give you too much. You know what I'm saying? But if that's your if that's your MO, if you're gonna be like, yo, like check me out. Six figures in thirty days, whatever, whatever. Okay, well, be that little screen recording. Show us some expenses too, baby. Yeah, show us some expenses. Hey, hey show, show the whole nine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, if that's if that's what you're gonna do, so. But you know, who hey, am I? Who hey, am I? I don't hey, know. Hey, I think we need to create a. I, we need. Well, you got a podcast. I don't say create a podcast. I think I need to be a regular on your podcast. We need. Yeah, we definitely, bro. We 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 I don't, need we to don't be a regular. We gonna, we gonna figure it out because 
Now, I, I question number one is y'all think me and GA should be on the podcast together. Man, question number one, because you only invited one. me one time, y'all. You only invited me one time. Hey, man, I need you back, brother. I need you back. I, I start a whole new one with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, real talk, bro. We're we going to have to do that, bro. We're going to have to do that, bro, because, listen, bro, it's 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 different out here, bro. Different, bro. It's bro. It's different. It's so different out. It's sad. It's different out here, bro. It's different, bro. It's, let me say how different it is, right? Everybody getting it on the internet, right? Everybody getting it. Everybody, right? Let's say Jake. Jake hit me with a text. Hey, G. Um, I need. I, just, I need. I got this investment opportunity real quick. I need. I need twenty k. I'll shoot you the money, right? But how many people? On the internet, who, who claim they got way more than that, right? We start, we actually start talking about putting some money up on. Bro, they be going, going in on something. Hey, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? I got to check it in the savings. You know, uh, damn, you know, shorty just my money, you know, my money locked in crypto. Locked in crypto, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, they, they gonna they gonna see you that meme, and they ain't got no investment. They gonna say my money's tied up in investments all 2021. <laughs> man, you ain't your money ain't tied up in nothing. You ain't got no money, man. What you talking about? <laughs> bro, you know what I'm saying? Bro, that'd be funny, boy. They, you talk about, bro, it'd be so many people that hit me up about, hey, bro, I want to start a bank, bro. What I got to do, I make this and this because there's a, there is a certain amount of income that somebody makes where I don't make them go through my course. Because yeah. if you're able to do, if you're able to be financially fit enough to get to seven figures plus, now athletes, I make them take my course. Right. But you're talking about somebody who built a business, somebody who understands financial literacy. You know, I, I don't make them take, I don't make them take the course because you know you you understand money. You it don't take you that long. So it'd be people that hit me up and bro and be like, hey bro, I want to start a bank, bro. I want to get a policy, bro. I want to do hundred and fifty. I want to do two hundred thousand. I want to do fifty thousand. And I'm like, and I always start off and say, you 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 know you know you ain't got to start there. You know, right. You know, let's let's start with a smaller number, you know, that you know, let's start with five thousand, ten thousand, right. if that's something you no, 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 it's bro, this this shit makes sense, bro. I got the bands. I'm ready then, to get it. Bro, and you do the whole application. You set your team up, you got your support group to make sure that they good, and then they go ghost. Ghost. They when I tell you ghost, bro, it's like it's it's worse than a black mama. Hiding from the uh, uh, hiding from the bill collector, <laughs> like, bro. I trust, bro. I, bro, I seen it, man. Bro, oh my god, voicemail jail, bro. It's voicemail, <laughs> voicemail jail, DM jail, text jail. Uh, got me, bro. It you start thinking like, damn, am I the bill? Like, I gotta start sending text messages saying, like, yo, like, I'm not a bill collector, just let me know if you don't want it. Right. Yeah, bro, you know, I just got I got a little tied up, man, and uh bro, like, I'm still I'm, I'm still like, it's, it's I'm, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it, man, but just uh, give me about um I got a couple of things I got to straighten out. <laughs> what's what's, what's going to change between now and 60 days? You know. Bro, <laughs> like, yeah, give, give me bro, give me till next bro, Friday. Like, like, bro, I didn't hit you up. You hit me up. <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? Listen. Like, you you gave me the number. You know what I mean? Like you you told me the number that you wanted to do. Right. In, in, the, word, in, the, in the words of a great philosopher, uh, Cameron Giles, I'm going to eat regardless. 
B. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Yo, so like, look, if you don't, if you don't, if you if you don't want to, you can't do it. It's cool. Like every everybody's okay, which is you know, which is and from my law of attraction people, right? You're like, oh, it's gonna attract abundance, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, here's, here's the thing that you don't realize. It goes back to what we talked about like 15 minutes ago. When you put yourself in position to not need anybody, right? Like you can truly walk away from conversation. Like I've walked away from clients who made a bunch of money, potentially could have invested all this money because I didn't need them. And I didn't want to deal with the headache associated with working with them. Facts. But if I'm not in the if I'm not financially secure, I gotta take on any and everything. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So y'all gotta realize like it's not it's bigger than just having a lot of money. And cash reserves. It's the freedom. It's the peace of mind, Facts. right? The happiness the, that you have from not being reliant and dependent on people that you don't want to be connected to. Facts. I can walk away so, from any deal at any so, time. So, G, so, GA, where can they find you? What do you do? Um, and what you specialize in? Yeah, yeah. So you can find me, you know, here on IG, uh, George Atchampong Jr., uh, no, that's a, cra a long last name, but you can find me <laughs> on here, George Ashton Pong Jr. Uh, I actually did a podcast with Jake, uh, you know, a couple months ago. Um, what I specialize in, so my firm, we're a registered investment advisory firm, and we, we focus on helping current and aspiring first-generation millionaires uh, create their financial dream team, right? Because uh, building wealth is a, is a team sport, right? You, you, you can't do it with one financial advisor, just a CPA, there's a team of people that you need. So we lead, direct, and coordinate uh, your financial team to really make sure that you can set your life up <laughs> to have that legacy that you're trying to build, right? Um, so that's what we specialize in. Um, you know, as far as, like, you getting access to my, my team or, or me on some kind of level, right? That's what we specialize in. Now, outside of that, uh, we have, a, you know, a personal financial network, a personal financial network. Uh, that you can join Pocket Advisor that we just launched. So if you're looking for financial education and guidance from a plethora of experts, maybe you're not ready to work with somebody in a one-on-one -on -one capacity, um, you can tap in with Pocket Advisor. And, and of course, if you want to make sure you're, you know, you're telling people what you're all about while you're making these legacy moves, you can buy some merch over at Melanin. Over ten years, you can get, you can ask about. Them. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna be able to find. It's gonna say, you know, George, man, he he he, he, he talk a good game, bro, but he ain't really about that life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm about this life, and I want to be able to be a resource to anybody on this live who needs any guidance to come that lift themselves and their family up. All right, bro. I appreciate your family. Alrighty, man. Thanks for having me on, bro.